welcome to Hello Uglies, the Dragula recap show for Season 2, Episode 3, titled Monsters of Rock. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one disgusting co-host. From the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, please say, Hello, Uglies, to Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. Yay! Okay, it only took me like seven times to get that intro right. No, I just were that much closer to being done with the show. Oh my god, that is one thing I do. I, I, because I even, you know, after I watched the episode, I went and counted the remaining episodes. I go, okay, we actually technically really only have five episodes left. Like, I was like, oh god, this, this. Which is funny because technically this season is better. Well, it's just that, uh, you know what's funny is that the season itself is better. The people are worse, I mm. find. The temperament is worse. There are just people point. on that show that I'm just like, I don't, here's the thing. I don't know if I have anybody that I want to win. I just have people that I definitely want to lose. <laughs> like, that's like, that's what I'm reading for now is I'm just like, I just hope Abhora is just like completely devastated at some point and i just want her to feel like the worst because she's just such an awful person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like ugh, literally the point where what's her uh drag Warner had to be like hey maybe let some of that stuff go and she was like i don't want to like, okay <laughs> just like you know she's abhorra lori she's abhorra yeah she's abhorra you know uh uh, uh let me ask you a question. What are you? What are your thoughts on ASMR? Is that the the like the hello? Thank you for listening. Yeah, and then the people eat food. People like it. Um. Yeah, it's becoming like a big thing. I don't know. I feel like I know it sounds kind of shitty, but I feel like just boring stuff does that for me. So it's sort of what like, stuff? why are we trying to like make this a whole thing? Just continue. Let's just continue to have terrible people be the thing that put us to sleep so like that comedian that i keep sending your i feel like she's a really good asmr artist hello hello are you eating yeah i'm doing asmr oh that's what they do i thought AMS, asmr was just like really low like no they also eat like very sound effectsy food so i'm eating uh uh, a ramen cup of noodles. Oh my god! I should totally be an ASMR. Never mind. I've totally done a one eighty. I love should, this. I want to do everything. A, we should do an ASMR show. Where we we just, should. Like, we just eat like. <clears throat> top I ramen. mean, to be honest, let's just record ourselves having dinner. Yeah, well, <clears throat> that'll my, be an ASMR show. My boyfriend is super into that. They're called mukbangs. You know about this? No. What are they? Wait, did you say nut bangs? No. That's what my boyfriend and I do. No, they're called <laughs> muck. Oh. Jesus. Ah, they're called mukbangs. Mukbangs. Mm-hmm. What are those? What? Uh, it, it comes from Korea, right? Of course. And, uh, and, <laughs> and uh, people just uh, eat. Uh, and, and So I found out the history of it, actually. I guess in Korea there was this, people were eating alone a lot for some reason. I don't know why. And so people started filming themselves eating. And then people would watch them eat as they ate. And they made them feel like they weren't eating alone. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
But now it's just social media stars, you know, these Instagram stars and YouTube stars. Now they just get way too much. Like, Lori, even too much food for me and you. And they well, just eat it on YouTube. <clears throat> that's like, oh yeah, those are the those are the like the girls that like they they want to see him get dirty or whatever. And mm-hmm. that well, that's no, like, no, have no, you no, ever no, thought no. about? I I for a hot minute, like legit thought about trying to figure out how to get people to give me money to eat. Because mm-hmm. just like, I mean, it's happening. Let's so. do it. Let me see. Brett Baxley and he's a, he's a beautiful drag queen. He's in the chat room. And he's excited that we're talking about the mukbangs. And he says, uh, I opened the drag show I host with mukbangs. You see, Lori, this is a thing. If we want to connect to these Did he open Z- it by eating? I don't understand yeah, what he... You, Lori, you just sit there and eat. I feel like that's just a fancy way to say that I just didn't have time to finish my dinner. So no, I ate go, it on they stage. Go and get a, like, we got to do... Let's make one mukbang together. Should we do it? I mean, yeah. I'm always up for food. But oh yeah, Lauren just... Eckert actually. Lauren Eckert is a burgeoning YouTube star. She's in the chat room, and she has a couple of mukbangs. Let's go to her channel, Lauren. Let's let's pimp your channel. What's the name of your of your YouTube channel? We'll go, you can look at it when uh, when we're doing this. Okay, I'm going to YouTube right now. We'll pl- we'll play it on the air, but then you can look at it. Oh, I found it. Okay, here we go. What is it? It's it's Lauren Eckert. Oh, so it's her name. Yeah. So, so L-A-U-R-E-N, and it's E-C-K-E-R-D-T. And in the second one, you'll see Culver's Mukbang with the Kings. Right Look, they're, they're just Hi, literally everyone. eating, Lori. Welcome back to my mukbang. Hi, guys. Okay. I'm so excited because I got Culver's and I haven't had it for three months because it's not in California. But I, we're in Buffalo, Utah today. So we're living our best lives here in Utah. You know, so I don't feel like people again? say um, bum fuck enough. Beginning of things. Beginning of things. I want to know where Lauren meets these gay guys. Like they're they're gay people I've never seen before. And it's iconic. Uh, what are these things called? Locations. So eh. I got cheeseburgers, onion rings, and French fries and chicken tenders. Probably but online. She seems like a young person. She is a young person. I don't person. understand. You've got to show them your setup. That's pretty iconic. It's the Wisconsin discount. Everything's yeah. iconic with these people. Oh. I have it all in this box. Ooh, I have an onion in there. Oh my gosh, isn't that a bottle from Wisconsin? Are they high or drunk? Show in yeah. Both. What? Okay. And Sunny with a chance, Demi Lovato is from Wisconsin. That's key. Yeah, what is this? Yeah. We're Demi Lovato from Wisconsin. Sunny with a what chance of meatballs. These. What are these called? Oh, and, and now he's rings with. twerking. Who's twerking? I haven't seen that. What are you talking about? That is so weird because even like Lord. There's oh, twerking? Culver's mukbang with the Kings? She, like, yeah. Somebody got up and twerked in front of the camera before they went outside. Oh wait, let me see here. What, what minute mark is it? Uh. I'll try it with the ketchup. I've never tried that before. Nine. Wait, nine twenty-five. Okay, here we go. Only one of you can leave. So now the one in the purple shirt is leaving. Ow, that hurt me. Okay, he's walking towards the camera. This can be left in. Oh, and then, well, he's gonna make a oh, white girl. Thank you for the show. Uh, I don't like ice twerk. No, he didn't shake his ass. Yeah, did you think he was gonna like bro down? Like, did you think he was gonna get on the floor and shake it? I was gonna write the script today, and I just couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't drag my soul to do it. 
This week, the Boulet brothers order a pizza, but then eat the delivery guy. The girls meet each other on stage, curious as to who was eliminated, yet have been seemingly rehearsing together all week. Dolly goes on tour while he's HIV positive. Kendra offends all the look queens and also fails to show up to rehearsal. Disasterina's mom doesn't remember anything. Erica is worried about her dad finding out she does terrible drag. And Victoria Elizabeth Black is both dating another drag queen and possibly doing Dolly on the side. On the floor show, the girls don their best rocker girl couture while also showing off their best cohesive band looks during an on-stage performance. On the main stage, Abhorra refuses to make up with Bitch Pudding, who wins the day's challenge. Kendra Onyx and Victoria Elizabeth Black are placed in the bottom two and forced to go head-to-head in an extermination challenge. Whoever gets the worst tattoo wins. They both get awful tattoos, but in the end, Kendra Onyx is murdered at the hands of the Boulet brothers... Lori, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. <sighs> That's going to be a struggle. Uh, the two things I... Okay, the first thing I liked was that Abhorra wasn't... didn't win best of the... But, you know, then she also wasn't eliminated, so that kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'll play it for real. So the two things I liked were... I liked the... Um, I liked actually like Eric, the fact that Erica Clash sort of just like stated how she felt when uh, Bitch Pudding told said last episode. Even though that I necessarily disagreed with the fact that she was upset by it because it was sort of like it's her opinion, you know, she's not a judge. Mm-hmm. But um, she said, "Hey, I just I didn't like the fact that you said that you wanted me to be to go home." But and then she just sort of just dropped it after that. Mm-hmm. I felt that she just kind of like put it out there and then dropped it. And I felt like that was, I felt like that was actually like the most mature thing mm-hmm. I've seen on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then I liked, uh, you're struggling to find things you liked, huh? Yeah. I liked, <clears throat> I liked how upset drag Morda was <laughs> at the show. <laughs> yeah. She, she just wasn't happy. She, that day. she just did not seem happy. <laughs> no with it at all uh so that made me laugh and then the the thing i didn't like was just how uh just i guess i didn't Mm -hmm. i just didn't like the episode but i guess overall i just didn't like how i just felt like it was like uh, the they treated it like this was their day off you know, like I just didn't feel like anybody <laughs> kind of put their all into any of the outfits. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really think the songs were that the 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 videos were that great. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like the intro part of the of it was kind of weird, and I mean, it's always weird, but I felt like it was just kind of like not really fully thought out. You know, and then I just felt like this was this was to me the episode last last uh season with the when they did like the legally blonde episode where they had everybody dresses oh, like yeah. a mm-hmm. um you know a rich girl mm-hmm. i felt like that with this episode i just felt like everybody just just gave up trying a little bit and i felt like but then it sucked because it was a rock and roll it's supposed to be like really cool and real, you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of how i felt oh. overall Two things I liked about the episode. You know, actually, as much as you don't like Abhora, I actually really liked that outfit that she wore. Okay. Which one? The one, the one that where she was on stilts yeah. in the first part or the one yeah. that she was on stilts in the second part? 
Both, to be honest with you. I know you're being funny, but actually both. I don't know. I just... I, I will say the first one I thought was interesting, but then it was like at the then she did it twice, and it's like okay, it's a gimmick. So well, I don't know, was, but yes, it was some sort of gimmick. She was she was going to do the one of the stuff. I will say though that I guess if you're going to say throughout this this episode in general that yeah that I thought that it was better than a lot of like um, what's her face Veronica or what was that Victoria? Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell is her? What is she doing? So some of them seemed lazy, but I think what's funny is that's the thing is like, and this is where like, I feel like the the Boulay brothers uh, are kind of at fault because when they do these kinds of challenge, well, hold on, we talk about things I liked. Okay. I'm already starting to analyze this. Um, The second thing I liked was um, I actually thought the conversation, the boudoir was sort of interesting and actually more insightful and less um, staged as it has been. It was probably still staged, but it wasn't as horrific as it's been in the past. Okay? And then uh, the thing I didn't like, well, there are a lot of things I didn't like, but I would say the one thing I didn't like, I would say overall, the judging was kind of shitty. And what I mean is, uh, and I have notes on this, like during the deliberations when the queens weren't there, they were saying horrible things about them, and then they'd come out on stage and be like, so they would be like, you know, like, ugh, um, this person's outfit was so basic. And then if they were on the winning team, they would say like, oh, your outfit was great. And I'm like, what? You just talk, we just, there's a video of you talking shit on them. We've seen it. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it was specifically. There was one person in particular, they were like, oh, we really like this. And then, uh, I don't know. And the other thing too, I was, and the point I was making earlier, which is, and I understand like, uh, that it's their show. It's the Boulay Brothers show, and they can judge things however they want. But it doesn't seem very fair when they set up these these uh, parameters for this is what we're looking for. But what it really means is we want you to dress the way we think people who do rock should dress. Does that yeah. make sense? But then they don't <clears throat> tell them. That's the yeah. thing is they never they never give them and they never tell them what they're looking for because it's like they go oh well we want you to dress as your drag but with a rock star flair yeah. well it's like okay well then some of them did that and you hated it yeah. and then some of them didn't do that and you hated it yeah. you know so it's like you can't so it's just it was just weird yeah so like they like for instance um, well first of all it Jack uh, Mortis made it very clear she doesn't like anything goth. 90s goth she hates that which is fair yeah. but then why are you mad at people for them not knowing that you hate 90s goth when you did a, it's like if i did a 90s goth challenge people dressed 90s goth and i was like ugh, i hate 90s goth yeah it, it, i mean like 90s goth is a legit part of the rock scene so why would if they if they lived up to that why because they didn't know that you don't like 90s goth that you're gonna ding them the other thing too is they were like Abhor's outfit wasn't rock and roll, it was more circus. Like, I actually thought, was like, wow, what Abhor was wearing during the performance, if I saw a rock band do that, I would think that was the most badass thing ever. You know? It's- yeah. <clears throat> I I thought they meant that it for the, the runway, but if they're saying that for that is definitely rock and roll. Yeah, they said it wasn't. They said it was more circus. And then with um That's weird. Now look, I actually this is what I really think. This is what I think we saw. Is uh, Kendra Onyx, who, as we've learned, is the one that eliminated, right? Yeah, 
yeah. you learn in oh, the episode, then, she didn't show yeah, up Yeah, I have her- a whole issue with that. That's yeah. what I was going to say was my big issue. The, she didn't show up to rehearsals. Okay. <laughs> which, which, okay, so... Not to be. Uh, yeah. Do we want to start from the beginning and then work our way okay, up, or yeah, are we yeah, just yeah, going to yeah, kind you know, of freeform? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> We're going about this all wrong. Okay. First up, the girl. Uh, we see the Boulain brothers in a cold open where they have a long ass conversation about like Drac Mortis on the phone. No, no, no. Thula's No. No. What's going on? <laughs> so okay. <laughs> okay. So this is. It's literally like. So Swanthula is tell. Swanthula is the skinny one, right? Yeah. The short one. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Sue's telling a quote-unquote story, which isn't a story. It's just she goes, so I felt so crazy and blah, blah, blah. And Dragmorta is sitting next, like literally catty corner behind her, <laughs> reading, apparently reading it, like intently reading a uh, recipe book and putting like the the first initiation you know like the first part of the apparent recipe into a bowl yeah right and she takes this thing that's not a salt shaker yeah and she puts salt (laughs) pretends to put salt in it but it's definitely not a salt shaker so she puts it in there and then uh goes i'm trying to tell the story well she's not telling a story she's just like making shit up Because she has to vamp mm-hmm. so that way they can have like a, it's like total they basically shoehorn this whole intro part to like Dragmorta is not able to make the food and she's annoyed with Santula because she's mm-hmm. telling this annoying story. So then they yeah. go, okay, let's call let's call out. So then Dragmorta calls and, and to a place and goes, hello, this is the lady of the house. Yeah, Which, why would you? Why would I, I was thinking that too. That's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm going to present myself anytime I call. The next time I call Togo's for a pickup order, yeah. I'm gonna go. Hello, this is. And I think she even said this is the only lady of the house or something like that. Where it was yeah. like a little hurtful. Uh, so I just thought I'm just gonna be like, hello, this is Lori, the lady of the house. Yeah, and I'd like to order. Uh, so she orders a um, she orders a 12 inch sausage with uh. Like I think they said like a meatball or yeah. so, something like they wanted it to be um, uh, a, like a thick hot Italian, and yeah. oh stuffed yeah. they wanted it stuffed and uh, with and make sure that there's two meatballs on it. I so have a lot I'm to say about that. It's a sandwich. We're gonna. I think we're gonna spend the whole episode analyzing this cold open. That's all I want you to know. I think I'm gonna. Sp- I have so much to say about this cold open. But go ahead. Okay. So they say a 12 inch Italian, extra sausage, and stuffed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they say uh, the two meatballs and make sure that you deliver it to the back of the house because mm-hmm. they don't want to have lower middle class carbs delivered to the front door. Yeah. So yeah. then they go, so then cut to this Italian guy, this like juiced Italian guy who has like his ass hanging out because yeah. it's cut. Mm-hmm. His jeans are cut, mm-hmm. and he walks upstairs, which I didn't know that the back of the house was like upstairs. And they, he's carrying a pizza, so I was like, "Oh, I guess they ordered a pizza," which is a weird way to order a pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pizza that's a ta- that's got sausage, to only two meatballs, and is stuffed. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like to me, it's like, do they just send out the appropriate delivery guy for the pizza? Like, do yes, they send the, out a Hawaiian guy for Hawaiian sense. pizza? Yes. And, like, 
because then you find out that they didn't want the pizza yes. they wanted the the delivery guy so they they drag him in and you get a zoom in like a jarring zoom in of the pizza which just made me really hungry for pizza mm-hmm. the pizza um, did look good and then they throw a foot, a bloody fake foot, and one of the Converse shoes that he was wearing uh-huh. out to the other side of the... There's another door, and they hit that, so it's like, is that a neighbor's door? Because I gotta be honest, if I'm hearing screams and then hear a thud, I'm opening my door and find a foot. I'm calling the police. Well, okay. Go on. Okay. So the, And then that's it. And then that's it. That's the end. And so apparently they, I guess, div- so what were they making in that bowl I don't that know then what... Swanthula was just like, let's just do this Wait, hold on for instead. a second. Hold on for a second. I do need you to lower your gain by like 25%. Oh, geez. Sorry. Well, one. Two, I don't know. We didn't need that whole segment of Swanthula trying to tell a story and then uh, Drakmorna drops some powder on her outfit we didn't need any. Why couldn't it be just like? I'm oh hungry. yeah, she dropped the powder <laughs> on her sleeve. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> and you could tell that Swatula was like genuinely upset about that. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. even know if that was actually supposed to be in the script. I, I think Drag Water just improvised that. Yeah, uh, and you could tell Swan was like really upset. Anyway, uh, then they go, then they go like, why couldn't you just open with like, I I'm hungry. Let's order in or something like that, right? And then have yeah. that whole bit. Like, why did we need that whole two minutes? I don't know. Then, this this is where the logic falls apart for me. And you kind of ta- hit hit on this when they called the pizza place. Okay. Uh huh. Does the pizza place know that they're ordering a person that they could eat him, or do they think that they're talking about a pizza? Well, I mean, that's what I want to know because they send exactly yes. what they want. Yeah. In but then if you show the pizza, it's a cheese pizza. So it's not like a it doesn't have anything on it. So they I mean, I'm sure it's just budget-wise they were just like we can only afford a cheese pizza. Well, but look, you're clearly um, in the Blue Brothers apartment. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought it was so weird. And it, but then it was mm-hmm. like how fortuitous that they ordered a guy Mm-hmm. And it ca- he came. Mm-hmm. Is it like that Patrick Dempsey movie where it's like you order extra sausage Wait, what's and, that? or extra anchovies and then the Patrick Dempsey would come and sleep with you? Oh, I don't know this movie. What is this movie? Oh, you never saw it? It was a, a movie he did when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And it was he was paying for he got kicked out of school and his girl, him and his girlfriend went to the same college and he mm-hmm. gets kicked out because he's like doesn't attend classes and he wants he needs to get back to school but his parents won't pay for it Mm -hmm. so he takes a job at a pizza place (laughs) and he says that and then somehow i forgot how it happens but just he like if you when he at the pizza place he works at if you call and ask for extra anchovies he uh will he it's like all these older women do it and then he comes and sleeps with you so it's like he's a gigolo, mm-hmm. but he is, uh, I think it's called Can't Buy Me Love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he, he, people would call and ask for, women would call and ask for extra anchovies. And then that was like the signal that he was so, supposed to sleep with them. So, but, then, but, but he was sleeping with them, but then he still lived. Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't die. Yeah. What no. pizza place would be like, oh, well, the Boulay brothers wanted us to sacrifice another delivery driver. Yeah. Hey, uh, Luigi, why don't you deliver this over to the Boulay brothers? Hey, oh, uh, no. Sorry. It was it, called Lover Boy. Oh, isn't that the, the one a place where the people never come back? And they're yeah. like, 
Um, yeah, and it's also like he ordered. They ordered an Italian, so they're like, I know who would want to deliver this. The Italian guy that works for us. Yeah, like it's like what do they when they order like a Hawaiian? Do they send when they order like a regular cheese pizza? Do they just send a white person to go? It's like just let's just send whoever. And then also it's like, but then again, it's like, what was Dragmorna making? Like, was she starting? And it's, it, I got to be honest, if I was like, I am starving. Because the way mm-hmm. Swan Thula made it seem was like, I'm starving. Mm-hmm. I am starving. And my aunt goes, okay, I'll make us something. And then just starts putting like flour and sugar in a bowl and mis- mixing it together. I'd be like, what the hell? No, I don't. Yeah. I used to have this roommate mm-hmm. who I found out later was a meth addict. Mm-hmm. But... um I remember one time it was like I had just gotten home from work. It was like midnight Mm -hmm. and I was starving and I had a TV dinner in the, in the freezer. So I pull out my TV dinner and he goes, and I see him in the kitchen and I'm like, Hey, how are you? And he's like, Oh good. I'm just going to grab a a night, a night snack. And I was like, yeah, me too. And he pulls out a full like roast, like a rib roast, like an uncooked rib roast Mm -hmm. and some vegetables and starts like pounding the meat and like basically making like a whole dinner. He masturbated in front of you? No. (laughs) He like cooked like an entire meal with like meat and potatoes and vegetables for like a night, a midnight snack. And I just thought that's insane. Like, I don't think I could have that kind of patience. So I've been around you and food. You don't have any patience. Yeah, so it's like they went from they went from hungry to cannibal in like five seconds flat. <sighs> Anyways, part so then to, part of me wants to call a pizza place and go and order that exact thing and see what they say. They would just laugh at me. Well, then also you know they had the same thing with the phone, which I don't think that person got a word in edgewise. I mean, she never she didn't. All she said, all Drag Marta said was, "This is the lady of the house." Wait, I'm gonna she didn't pull, say okay, her okay, address. Now, wait, she hold didn't on. Say, now you now you're having. I want to pull up that scene because the first it's the opening thing. I want to analyze this scene. Uh, I want to analyze it like to death. Here we go. So I'm gonna I'm going to pull up the scene, and because now as I pull up the scene, here's my question. Okay. Yeah. Is the pizza place? They never notice that um, the delivery driver doesn't come back. Like, they know where he is. You know? Yeah. I mean, we could just start with the top where Dra- Swanthula's not even telling a story and then gets mad at Dragmorn and says, I'm telling a story. It's like, no, you weren't. You were not telling a story. It's going to open with um, Swanthula telling the story. For me, the highlight was the look on their faces. I mean, all of their faces. Except for Maniki, because no one can see the look on her face. But... <laughs> Oh, you're right. From that. Oh, yeah, it's just sugar. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, that's like and she had to read so intently yeah. to find, to know that she had to put sugar in there. It's like, can she not read? But also, she's baking, and she's holding one book. Wouldn't you put the book down and use both hands? Yeah, and why do they have to sit at the same table? I'd be mean, like, if I'm cooking a meal, I'm not just going to sit, you know... It's the tiniest kitchen. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Here we go. And then sugar. Damn. Now she's. Are you done? I'm trying to tell you a story. Well, go on then. I mean, honestly, honestly, I don't know why you don't just let Israel make us lunch. Oh. You poured some sugar on me. You'd better shut up. By the way. By the way, it is the tiny. It's like a one eighth spoon. It's not even a full teaspoon. It's like a one eighth of a teaspoon. 
of in a little okay it's not sugar is what i'm trying to say there's no recipe yeah. that calls for a one-eighth of a teaspoon of sugar <laughs> and it doesn't and sugar doesn't it looks like it's baking powder but they don't know look at what she has on her she has a thing of sugar and some what i can only assume is condensed milk mm-hmm. in a can and then that gold chalice that she has yeah, like a is not a bottle. salt shaker. Yeah, it's like a perfume bottle or something. Yeah, it? it's got oh, like a too, too fine of a point at the end. And so there's no way in hell that that's anything. I guarantee you they thought, oh, well, this just looks fun. But then to the side, to the left of them, they have what looks like a pumpkin or some kind of thing, like overgrown thing. And it's just like, what the hell are they making? Oh, my God. I didn't notice that before. You're right. There's like a giant pumpkin back there. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Here we go. Listen to me. Okay. So I said, girl. Oh, wait. I do say, I do think they look fantastic, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought they're both their looks. The dress yeah. and the... That should have been one of the things I like. This and the dress. And then when even when they did the thing where they came out of the fire, I mm-hmm. thought that looked cool. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Girls, girls, girls. You're all on the highway to hell. Welcome to the jungle, baby, because we are the master of puppets. <laughs> it was brilliant. Oh, yeah, she just shook that, that gold thing like it was salt or something. It's not. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing. Those I guarantee you are... it's not a thing. Yeah. All right. So, so it's telling the story. So this is what Dragon Warner says now. We're living on a prayer. It's true. Are you done yet? Because th- this is never going to work. Are you done yet? This is, It hasn't even gone in the oven. It's just like. No. And she's basically just started the the process. Yeah. Like, there's no way that this is the beginning process of food. Like, there's no way that she's been doing something. Fine. Hand me the goddamn phone. Okay, so she's happy they're ordering something. All right, here we go. And then, like, literally, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought she was saying, find me a phone. And then, and I know that's the joke, but she's dialing with these really long names. She dialed four numbers, by the way. Yeah. Yes, this is the Belay residence. This is the lady of the house speaking. Okay, what's your address? <laughs> I'd like to order a very large 12-inch Italian. We got four, eight... Extra sausage and stuffed. Ten... Oh, sorry. Sausage... You want oh, stuffed crust? don't forget to add those two big meatballs either. Oh, and make sure he delivers uh, our it meatball, to the back okay. of the house. I will not have lower middle class carbs delivered to my front door. Wait, I have okay, a question. They... Are you talking about a pizza or a person? Yeah. What are we talking <laughs> Okay. Hey, boss. The lady of the house just ordered something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> just give her what she wants, Terry. Boss, I don't know. Just give her what she wants. <laughs> All right. Thank you. There. Okay. Happy? Done. I am starving. But then also, if if they're talking about a human being, a human being doesn't have carbs. Yeah, but I don't even think that's the back door that it was delivered to. I honestly think that they <clears throat> when they when they wrote that part, they meant sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then when they filmed the next part, they were like, "All right, let's get a pizza because it's cheaper." And we'll just eat a person. <laughs> like they, li- I think they honestly filmed two different sketches, in in the and put them together. By the way, I'm looking at the frozen image here. The thing that she took supposedly the one eighth teaspoon of sugar is is not the sugar is in that bag right there. 
It says granulated no, sugar. Well, no, because she, if you go back, she puts salt in there. That's her, so that she says it's a salt, salt shaker. Because she puts <laughs> salt in the thing, and then she wait, goes, I oh, go- no, I put salt in there. And I takes did- a spoon oh, to wait, take out to, the okay, salt. Now, I got, now I'm just going to, I just want to see this. All right, here we go. We're doing it again. Here we go. It was the look on their faces. Okay. I mean, all of their faces. Wait, I want to see what it's that a- chalkboard says. Because this is clearly really their house. Yeah. Okay, we're going back For into me, the, the room. the highlight was the look on their faces. I mean, all of their faces. Oh, you can't see Except for Maniki, because no one can see the look on her face. But <laughs> Let me see here. Sugar. Sugar. Is it right in the spoon? Oh, no, 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 no. Salt That's the gold thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, no, no, wait. So now, wait, hold done? on. So she, no, 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 this is proving my point. She says that salt, not sugar. Then she takes a spoon and she puts it in the little tiny can. Okay. But that little tiny can is not sugar. When you look later, the bag is the sugar. This, I think that's like baking powder. Same story. And that like, was the can. Yeah, the I mean, little honestly, tiny can. Like, honestly, like a tiny... I don't know why you don't just let Israel make us lunch. And then she dumps it. She goes, "You, you put sugar in me, but sugar it's not sugar. Me. That's like baking you powder." Shut up, or I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah, shut up, Listen. dummy. Listen to you me. know what? Who so you know nice. what I'm thinking now? What? Yeah, I'm thinking. All right, so this is my new thought process. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, because she just said, and this really hit me, she says, I don't understand why you just don't make, have Israel make us, get us lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then when Swanthula complains again, Dragmarna goes, ugh, fine, give me a phone. So then I think she calls Israel, and that's why she says, hello, this is the lady oh, of the house. No, but she says this is the Boulay residence. Does she? Oh, what? Yeah, hold on. Watch. Here we go. I said, girls, girls, girls. I'm going jump, jump ahead. Was. Those girls are living on a prayer. Okay, here we go. It's true. Are you done yet? Because th- this is never going to work. She dials the four numbers because I think that's an extension, not a phone number. Or it could be she's going through her address book and looking up Israel. So, yeah, maybe she just lets Israel know, hello, this, is the, la- this is the lady of the house. And she says... Uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yes, this is the Belay residence. This is the lady of the house speaking. I'd like yeah. to order a very large 12-inch Italian. But then how would Israel I think have... she's telling that to Israel. Okay, but here's my question to you then. How is Israel then setting... Where is he finding an Italian guy and giving him a pizza? I think she did... That's, how, that's his job. He just... That's what he does. He just finds people for them to eat. So maybe that's like his thing. Maybe he does that for a bunch of people. That's why they have to preface it with saying, hey, this is the lady of that. This is the Boulay residence. And he's just like, hello, madame. Okay. Or, hello, madame. Yes, extra sausage and stuffed. But stuffed with what? I mean, I'm oh, assuming like to add those swole, now that we know. But oh, yeah, I don't make know. Make sure he delivers oh, it to the Jesus, back of what the house. house. I will not have lower middle class carbs delivered to my front door. All right, thank you. There, happy? Done. I am starving. But then, that, so ostensibly, if, we, if we're buying into this, Drakmorda was making a cake. Have you ever been like, oh, I can't, I want to have a cake? Which I've been in those moods, right? But then I'll go, yeah. like, you know what? It's going to take too long for a cake. Let me get a pizza. Like, you don't go from cake to pizza. You don't go to sweet to savory. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're already locked in. Like, it just seemed like they just had very little patience for what they were doing. But they still have to wait for the like, pizza to show up. Yeah. 
or the, or the guy. Okay, hold on. Come I on. feel like we have to move on. Yeah. I feel like at some point we gotta get right. to other things. So yeah, there's his jeans. Oh, there is a hole in the back where like oh. both of them. There's holes in both parts, oh, yeah. and he's and then he scratches himself, but then misses the hole, which I was yeah. like, that's that's a miss for comedy. So he's walking up he the stairs. He could have scratched his holes. Yeah, wouldn't the guy across the hall, a very small hallway, wouldn't he have heard the screams? But then also, can it, can you also say that that proves my point that that is not a back entrance? That's the front part of their mm-hmm. house. That's the front part of their house. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, clearly it really is their apartment because the, the, unless the production designer is amazing that the other door has, like, something hanging from it. Like, that's their house. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Hi, I have a large sausage for you. They grab him. He drops the pizza. Yeah, and then they just do a... Oh, yeah, it is just a cheese pizza. But you know what's funny? I'm, Lori, this is a really weird thing I'm going to tell you right now. I think they ate, I think the crew ate the pizza. I'll tell you why. Because the pizza he drops on the floor, I just saw this right now. The pizza he dropped on the floor is not the pizza they do the close-up of. And the pizza he dropped on the floor is a sausage pizza. I'm going to jump back. That's funny. I do see it now. I see, yeah, because I've been listening to it on silent. I see sausage. But the one that they zoom in on is a cheese pizza. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying. Okay, so here's what I think happened then. I think they got pizza for craft services. And then we're just like, you know what? Let's just... I know we made it seem like we were getting a sandwich. But let's just Uh say, maybe the person who's supposed to bring the sandwich forgot. So they were just like, let's just use the pizza Uh as the thing. And then so then they do the close-up of or they do the 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 sausage when they throw it they put it on the ground they do it and then they realize that they still need to do close-ups yeah then they get a cheese pizza they put that on the floor and then they just do a bunch of like close like action shots because they go well they're not going to be able to tell that that's cheese but meanwhile two fat people are watching the (laughs) they didn't realize that (laughs) two fat (laughs) eventually at some point two losers <laughs> Two fat losers hey, would do a podcast. Wait a where minute. They would just dissect the shit out of this. The most unbelievable thing about these people eating a human being is that's not a that's not a sausage pizza. Yeah, I am incensed. Yeah, continuity, people. Don't sit here and tell me that that's a fucking sausage pizza. Ah, ah, no, no. You're right. Now here's my question: Why would they then throw the shoe out with the foot? Yeah, with the foot. Why would they? Why would they throw that out? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just all these so then what I so what I love is so we see them mm-hmm. right again they talk about they talk about doing the they give them they give them the assignment and they all act a surprise even though they're all dressed for the assignment. <laughs> so that's my new favorite thing that you brought well, up. Well especially this week is particularly egregious. Like that's why I'm saying like just give it up. Give it up. Just just, just, yeah. just just give it up. Or you know what? At least at the last challenge, announce the next week's challenge, right? And then it's a cheese pizza. Yeah. yeah. Because because this week is particularly egregious because then you find out because they're mad at Kendra Onyx that they had rehearsals during the week. Like, Which is crazy because it's like you watch Drag Race. Anytime they have like any kind of thing, they do a whole segment where they're all wearing like ear earbuds and mm-hmm. they're all doing dance numbers. And it's, so it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But they don't do any of that on the well, show I don't, I don't the only thing is budget. a little blip 
in during the the grotto discussions or whatever you call it during the during the discussions in the in the you know the on the on the stage where they do their makeup where they talk about you know where what's his face i think james or something says hey it was nice seeing you or something yeah i'm glad you could show so um oh yeah you're right but then um so there we see them now in the first part when they're being introduced the um when they find out who stayed and they're also being introduced the uh uh to the challenge mm-hmm. and then we, and then when they're getting ready we see that they're getting ready for the 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 band show the floor show yeah yeah they're getting ready for the fl- no 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 but they're getting the ready first for the thing they show is the is the runway show yes you're right because i think that they're on two different days yeah but then but then when they're in the elimination mm-hmm. they're in their runway outfits yes so i just thought it was weird that why do they do so i don't know because i think day one was the Boulet brothers telling them the challenge? Even because here's even more of a hint. Like this, this, this show, the show must just go like these dummies will never notice anything because <laughs> all the people in one of the bands is on stage already. Yeah, and then the other band comes in. That's how they do the surprise, and they're like, "Whoa, where's Monique?" You know, and and meanwhile they're having a conversation as if they haven't seen each other. But like I said, then there's this whole thing that Kendra didn't show up to rehearsal. Okay, anyway, yeah. the point is because in theory, in the in the logic of the show, this is all happening in one day. Which is like, if you're gonna do that, then don't even put in that yeah. Kendra didn't show up for the show. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so I think the first day they did the band performance. Okay, uh-huh. then the second day they did the runway looks. Yeah, I think I think you're right because I think that they. They have to do two days. So I think that they probably, I think, well, I think it was a full five days to shoot the intro <laughs> and then, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Cause I think forever. Okay. Then we go to the makeup room, right? And in the makeup room, we learn a bunch of things. We learn that. Dolly... Oh, it's such a weird, I know you said you liked it, but it was such a weird dynamic. It was so like weird. the conversations were so sporadic mm-hmm. in the makeup room. Well, we learned that Dolly was used to be in the music industry, but and he... was forced to have AIDS, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he quit because he was HIV positive and was forced to go on tour without treatment. Here's my question: Where were they on tour? Like in Serbia? Like, yeah. Well, I was thinking about that this morning when I watched it, and at first I thought it was terrible, mm-hmm. but then I was like, so I think that your health is first and foremost. Yes, yes. but. You know, I don't think Dolly works for Imagine Dragons, so I don't think they're I don't think they're making the the big bucks. Um, so I have a feeling that her tour manager probably was like, "Look, this is how we're gonna break even with this tour. Mm-hmm. Like, we just need to break even." So I'm sorry that you're HIV positive, but you need to go on tour in order for us to break even. So, you know, because that happens where it's like you, you're you sick or yeah, you have some kind qu- of ailment. Then- I know, but here's my question. It's not like he got a cold and they made it. Like, he knows he's HIV positive, right? So wouldn't you go to your doctor? Let's say he lives in L.A. I know he doesn't live in Los Angeles, but let's say he does. Wouldn't you go to your doctor and say, hey, I'm going to be out of L.A. for like three months on this tour. Uh, what do I do? A, right? B, 
I'm assuming he has some kind of insurance until he pays for his HIV meds, right? I'm assuming, right? And if he does, wouldn't then, like, you go, you call your doctor and say, hey, I'm on the road. He's like, okay, you know what? I'm low. Because you know, it's not like you're like, oh, my God, I'm out of medicine. Like, you know when you're out of medicine, you know, or when you're running low. Call your doctor. And he's like, okay, I'm going to be in Cleveland on this day. The doctor's like, all right, I'll call it into a pharmacy there. And you can just get it at a pharmacy there. Like, it's not, this isn't 1896, you know, yeah. like. You can get your your prescriptions, or also if you go to an urgent care and you go or see a doctor when you're on tour, you can yeah. say like, "Hey, I'm HIV positive," and they can call your doctor, and that doctor can prescribe you the meds that you need. Like it's so not it's not impossible. You could crowdfund it. You yeah. go on GoFundMe and be like, "Hey, I need I need to buy AIDS meds." Yeah, or whatever. They'd be like, "Yeah, sure." You know, it's like there's so many different ways, but no, she was forced. To perform uh, and got sicker. But then now she's in remission, right? Or she said it's untraceable. Yeah, that's it. Undetectable. Undetectable. Uh, yeah. And then we and then we find out that um, then well, so we go from uh, the paintball thing to mm-hmm. finding out that she was forced to perform with AIDS <laughs> to then going to to then going to the thing about uh, what was it? Um, Why can't you talk into the microphone? What's going on? Oh, sorry. I had to move. Meanwhile, locations. this Freddie Mercury's dying. He did the whole yeah. concert uh, in front of people on this movie. Go ahead. Sorry, I had to move. So, okay, I'm good now. Oh, that's why I had the uh, I had it facing the wrong way. Yeah, I was moving and I was finally sat down. So, okay, sorry. So we have it so that she goes from they go from hey the paintball thing was great to i was forced to perform with aids to (laughs) erica clash going like hey you really upset me Mm -hmm. you know when i did this thing to like talking about by the way you're talking about she's talking to bitch pudding yeah talking to bitch pudding erica talking to bitch pudding to talking about how they're excited to work together Mm -hmm. to then erica talking about how uh, or no, to then Victoria talking about how no, sorry, to Erica talking about how she hasn't come out to her dad, mm-hmm. and then um, Valentina talking about how Valentina. he hasn't come out to his mom because Wait, she's too senile. Valentina, you're talking about disasterina. Yeah, disasterina. Sorry, mm-hmm. disasterina talking about how he hasn't come out to his mom because she's too senile. Mm-hmm. To then Vict- Victoria talking about how she's how difficult is dating another drag queen to then them asking if she's ever gonna like bring another person in they say no and then her and dahlia flirt and then erica brings up that dahlia and them have you know have like a thing going on to Mm then uh i forgot i think it was james making some kind of snide comment to kendra Mm -hmm. and then complain that kendra's never there Mm -hmm. to then you know and so it's just like a weird like well also the part where kendra was Really confident performance, and then the girls get offended because she calls some of them look queens. And I don't, I don't yes. even understand why look queens was offensive. I could see how it was offensive because I don't. I think the way she was saying it was the way that I felt she was saying it was. I think you guys aren't are just basically all look and no show. Like I haven't seen you guys perform in a way that makes it seem like you're more than just looks. So wait, uh, we're getting, but we're, we're getting. So, so wait. Is that true? I'm sorry. I, I never re- refer to this. But Luke Stammen in the chat room is saying, we knew Disasterina was straight, right? 
But yeah, then he, he says well, the, he said he was like hetero flexible, but I think he's straight. Flexible. And, he's married to a woman. Yeah, and then it said that he says the accent is fake. I don't think so, because did you hear her go onto the bullhorn? <laughs> megaphone they give uh-huh, the goddamn megaphone and i couldn't hear a goddamn thing honestly it sounded like oh i guess he's saying there are interviews with the guy Oh, because he, he sounds like he's doing the the MC from Cabaret. Yeah, uh, he said. I mean, it sounds fake. I'm not does. saying it's not, but it's just. I was just like, why? 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 It makes why? sense because I can't place where the accent's from. I'm like, is he French? Is he? Where is he from? I mean, it's like I honestly feel like his wife is just like, oh, he's just going. You know, he's going on an Imagine Dragons band camp tour. <laughs> I don't know why that's the only band I could think of right now. Yeah, God, but imagine, I sound like but no, imagine you're the wife and your friends are like, "Oh, so where's uh, Pete?" And she's like, "Oh, he's um, he's in L.A. on a oh, he's in L.A. for what? He's on a TV show. Yeah, yeah. he's just doing things, you know, yeah. living his life. Oh, what's he doing? Excuse me, you're mumbling. <laughs> I can't. I didn't understand what you said. Did you say he's on a drag queen show? What? No, I'm I'm sorry. I heard Dragula and Monster. What is what is Pete doing? What what is Pete doing? Because he oh was my god. To- oh, oh my god, my son has just been hit by a car. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, I am so sorry. Oh, I, I want to stay. Carol, trust me, I would love to stay and answer all your questions. But I mean, he is clinging to life. Carol, by the way, before you go, Carol said that she heard Pete on the phone and he was doing some sort of strange accent. And the car is now on fire. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta go. I gotta go. Sorry, I'm getting updates. He's he's live tweeting it, so um, I gotta go. Okay, so the look. Let's go back to the look queen thing. You thought it was actually offensive because you're saying that Kendra was saying what? I thought she was saying that. They were just looks like they because she kept saying like my I know that I'm good with performances, but I'm not good with licks, looks, Mm -hmm. licks. I'm not good with looks, Mm -hmm. but I know that you guys are good are are just looks. I don't necessarily know if you're good with performances Mm because I think that's kind of what she was insinuating because this they were the big thing with this whole this whole episode was that it was all about performances, you know, Mm -hmm. which they none of them brought it. I felt. So and then then what I love is then she goes, you know, that's how I feel. And you can't get mad at me for how I feel. It's like, okay. Have you been in that room? And I'm like, have you met any of those people? (laughs) Literally, have you listened to any conversation? (laughs) Yeah. So then she but then I kind of felt like I felt like everybody was kind of oddly picking on Kendra this episode. Like, I don't necessarily know if I like her. I felt like her runway was a little bit kind of what we've always seen, you mm-hmm. know? But I felt like, I don't know. And, but then again, she never really, I, I would have loved for them to have been like, why were you late to all your rehearsals? Well, she didn't, but no, they she, didn't ask that. They yeah. just said that, just kept saying that she was late. So, Or she couldn't make them at all, which means that people She met- was four hours late, which by the way is late. Yeah. Like, I don't. 
I I don't know what a rehearsal would be for four hours. Like of them lip syncing to a song. Yeah, I I imagine it would be two hours tops. So then it would be like then she would show up at the location. Guys, I one time did an improv uh, group uh-huh. where this girl, we I told she was like gonna join our group, mm-hmm. and I told her to be there. We practiced from eight to ten because improv practices are usually like two hours. Mm-hmm. So we practiced from eight to ten, mm-hmm. and I told her to get there on seven thirty because we usually would meet we get there early and like mm-hmm. eat donuts and hang out and stuff. And so she's like, sure. And so mm-hmm. seven thirty rolls around, she's not there. Eight roll eight thirty rolls around. She's not there, so I'm like, "Hey, we gotta start without you because mm-hmm. we gotta start the practice." Mm-hmm. Nothing. I don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Then ten rolls around. She's not there, so we ended up staying till eleven, anyways. Mm-hmm. So then I'm leaving, and I see her driving down the street, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh my god, I I'm so sorry, I slept, and I just thought that maybe you guys would still be here, and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yeah, I mean, we're gone. You know, we left. We're gone. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, I just, I'm so, I just had a terrible night. So Uh I was like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. You know, it it happens to all of us. I've done that. So I was like, just come next week. She did the same goddamn thing next week. Same thing. Didn't show up. And then still drove. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I slept. And I was like, I don't, you got to get an alarm clock. I don't know. (laughs) I was just like, what the hell? So I take it she wasn't put in your group. No, no. I mean, it was like one of those things where it's just like, I could understand once, and mm-hmm. I had to literally like beg them to let her try again, mm-hmm. you know, because they were a very stickler group about being on time. Yeah. And I ended up even leaving the group after a while because it was just like, you know, they were super in, like they wanted to, like one guy was like, I'm going to charge people $5 for every minute they're late after the, the practice. Starts. Oh and my I was like, gosh. no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, so anyway, so I was just like, dude, you know, just get here. Like, I don't understand. So it's just weird that that was like her thing. And it's, you know, I, I'm late to a lot of things. I'm not saying that I'm the most on-time person ever. Mm-hmm. But I think that like, you know, at some point, if, if something hap- that dramatic happens and then it happens again, you got to go, oh, I got to reevaluate my life choices. Yeah. So. All right. But, okay. Go oh, sorry. Uh, did you have anything else to say? Cause let me, let me, I'm going to go through the list again. You tell me if we, if we missed anything you want to comment on. We talked about Dolly being in music and then the HIV. Erica Clash is angry with bitch pudding for saying that Erica should go home in episode two. Anything else there? Uh, no, I mean, I, I disagree with necessarily being upset. And I thought it was funny that she's like, I, I wish I had picked on you. (laughs) Yeah. I wish I had been a part of the, cause it's like, I don't understand, but I thought it was good that she just like aired it and then was done. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything there. All right, then we learned that Kendra is really confident in her home in her own performance, and the girls are offended by the term "look queen." You said your piece there. We show that we learned that Kendra didn't show up to the rehearsals during the week, or that she was really four hours late. We learned that Disasterina's mom is 88 and wouldn't remember anything the rest Disasterina said. So Disasterina has never told her she's a drag queen. Uh, we also learned that Erica is worried about her dad finding out that she does drag. So the dad knows she's gay. The dad just doesn't know she does drag. Yeah. Also, what I thought was interesting was that she goes, well, when this show comes out, I'm definitely going to have to have a conversation because he's going to know. It's like, if it's not in his world, <laughs> yeah. I don't think like, it's not like this show's coming out on national television. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. I feel like she could still get away with not telling him. You're right, because that's a good point. Um, is the drag queen Kim Chi, I think her mom still doesn't know, even though she was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, so yeah. I think the mom still doesn't know. So you're right. Like they would have, You would have to work really hard to find out Erica Clash is doing drag. Yeah. I mean, and unless they, he has a Google alert And for, they like, never show them as boys. Fun, gay, gay stuff. Like, <laughs> Yeah. and But they never show... He doesn't use his real name, right? Yeah. Um, they never see him as a boy. The person would have to be like, wait a minute. Is that... That's true. Like, you wouldn't even be able to say, like... It would just... You would just have to be like, I think I saw your son on a drag show. And yeah. just be like... It was an Asian guy, gay kid. It's like, well, that's kind of racist. Like, <laughs> so it's just like, uh, like I'm yeah. looking at Erica Clash as a boy right now. I I was like, oh, is that what he looks like? Welcome to my page. Hold on, I'm looking at a picture of him as a boy right now. He's actually handsome, but like, I would have never guessed that's what he looks like as a boy ever. So he's completely, yeah, he's hidden. No, I was just, yeah, I agree. I think he said, I think he, although he did then say that he did call his dad, but his dad didn't answer the phone or mm-hmm. some weird thing. Like, oh, I called my dad. It's like, oh, great. Like, did <laughs> anything come of that? No. And then finally, we learned that Victoria Elizabeth Black dates another drag queen. Um, they don't want to open up the relationship, but she may be dating Dolly while they're there. Maybe like a temporary fuck buddy yeah. while they're in LA. Maybe they don't open it up to. But that they can, like, date yeah, open, other people. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, okay, now it's on to the floor show. The Boulay brothers look amazing, right? They come Oh, out. I love... I mean, that's one of those dresses where I was like, how, where would they wear that? Where else were they? But it looked great. I loved it. Uh, yeah, Drek Morta must have not eaten sausage for a week because it was so skin tight. Uh, oh, it's like a, one of those, like... Uh, What's it called? The like dominatrix? Yeah, outfit? like leather outfits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like, is it patent leather? I don't know what it is. No, it's like um, like uh, neoprene or yeah. So it's, anyway, uh, and we find there's gonna be two parts of the show. There's gonna be solo looks and then a band performance. Okay, solo looks and a band performance. As Lori said, clearly they did the band performance the first day, and then the solo looks the second day. They switched it in the show where the solo looks were first. Yeah, and then the band performance. And the band performance the second. Then when they come up with the judging, the judging, they're in their solo looks. So, um, and and the only thing I want to say about the judges because I felt like they were again like a nothing burger as mm-hmm. far as the show goes. Mm-hmm. But I am just over dudes wearing tank tops on TV shows. Like it doesn't make you look <laughs> <What> cool. A- <laughs> It doesn't make you look fashionable. It just makes you look lazy and smelly. Like, that's, I just, ugh, I'm so tired of dudes wearing tank tops on TV thing, and then it makes them look cool and like, oh, I showed up to this thing where people are all dressed up and I'm wearing a tank top. Like, it's like, go fuck yourself. What a strange rant. Like, I've never heard anybody go on such a strange rant before. I'm 30. I'm a 32-year-old fat woman. I have a very low tolerance for men's fashion i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say i'm just saying that it just really i don't know why it just bugged me i think it's because i've been watching a lot of ink master and they do that on on that show too where Mm -hmm. a lot of dudes wear tank tops on that show it's just like just like you're representing yourself on that Mm -hmm. show like dress up 
put on a shirt at least. Like it's not that much to ask. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the. So- were, were there anything about the solo looks that that caught your eye that you want to talk about? I thought. Now that you're thinking about, it, I thought Abhora did okay. Mm-hmm. I thought her. I thought. I feel like again. I feel like it's pretty much this is what she's done the whole time. Like mm-hmm. I don't think she's done anything out of her shell. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I will say that I didn't like victoria's look but i i see what she was saying yeah and i do feel like for the most part it was the most rocker look out of all of them Mm -hmm. yeah i i just kind of felt like for overall like i didn't really feel like they brought it as Mm -hmm. much you know like i felt like abhora was the one who kind of did like a crazy thing and then i forgot the girl at the end she had the chainsaw yeah but other than that like they all kind of just didn't really do like too much they just you know, very kind of on the nose rocker look. You're right. Yeah, and, and I will say that I don't think ahead. Kendra should have gone home, but I also feel like her runway was very like I feel like she's done that exact outfit twice, at least twice now, mm-hmm. maybe every show. But it's like the same outfit to where it's like, okay, you gotta find something new. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. So then we went to the deliberation. Oh no, sorry. And then the the band performance. There were two bands. Okay, there was band number one that was called PMS, and that consisted of Erica Clash, Disaster Arena, Bitch Pudding, and Dolly. And yeah. then there was band number two called The Fake, and that was James Majesty, Kendra Onyx, Abhora, and Victoria Elizabeth Black. Let's talk about the first band that went up, which I think was the fake. The fake. Uh, what were your thoughts? And they did like an '80s neon theme to their look, and that's the one where yeah, Abhora came out and stills, and they were they almost had like a little like a a, ta- a, t- a tent at her legs, and the the drag queens came out of that tent that was at her legs. I thought it was a cool. I thought that was cool. Uh, that was, I think, the best part of that whole thing. I felt like that was cool to a point, but then it was like then you didn't see her face at all. Mm-hmm. True. And I felt like one of the things I, I kind of was frustrated with was when they were talking in the deliberations about how like oh they weren't really they didn't really work as a team. I thought no I felt I felt like they they were I felt like they were a band. It's mm-hmm. just that I didn't feel like they were lighted properly. That's like true. you couldn't I couldn't see Kendra. I couldn't see Abhora. Mm-hmm. I I c- sort of saw I forgot the other girl. James but the uh, only one that only other one that was that was full front was was the one that was singing Victoria, who didn't Victoria. know the words, who didn't know the words. But I thought that she did like a good job of just kind of like being a showman, mm-hmm. you know. But I felt like, <coughs> and then I thought it was weird that she was like, "Oh, it was really hard for me to find the lyrics." Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, "Bitch, I googled that in two seconds." Oh, you do? What's the name of the song? It was the it was called Sucker Punch. It was the song that they played both times. It's called Pissed Off, Pissed Away. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's they say off. it in the in the music video. They say Pissed Away by Sucker Punch. Oh, I didn't look though. It's just the song. I mean, they they don't change. It, they take the song and they lip sync to it. Here we go. It sounds just like a, a like a year two thousand two pop punk. Song. Yeah. Yeah. This is the song. Yeah. Damn. Uh, could you lo- lower it a tad, but don't lower it all the way. And I'll tell you what this is. This reminds me of like moments in my in my house as a child. Could you okay. play it just a little bit loud? Louder. 
Yeah. Okay. Mom, I'm coming down for dinner soon. I'm just live doing homework. <laughs> no, I'm going to have pizza. I'm just going to have leftover pizza, Mom. <laughs> no, the pizza in the fridge. The one that Dad got from Costco. 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 <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Okay, so what did you think of the fakes performance? Because you didn't—they weren't lit well. Uh, you could—you couldn't see Abhora, James. You couldn't see, and then Victoria didn't know. What about the the next band? Um, I thought it was okay. I didn't think that Bitch Pudding did as great of a job as they said she did. Uh-huh. I thought. I thought she just sort of like rolled around on the ground more. Mm-hmm. And so they were sort of like, oh, that's punk rock. Um, I did think it was a little funny that they, <laughs> that Disasterina and Erica Clash like choked the living shit yeah. out of her. Oh, that's very like when you go to like a junior high lip sync show. That's oh, what they yeah. would do in that. Like, like oh, now we're going to like, because then, okay. Once again, what are the rules of this thing? Because I will say as sucky as... Uh, Victoria was in PM and the fake about lip syncing in PMS. They don't even try to play the in- the drums aren't matching at all. No, they no. literally drop the instruments at certain points while the instruments still going in the song and they go choke. You know, uh, bitch pudding. Yeah, well, it's just they didn't really set out guidelines. It's also like why, why, why do they even need to have instruments? Like they're obviously not playing them. Yeah. You know, why not have them do a dance number or yeah. have them do like a music or something like interesting, but they just have them do like this random thing. I, I the only reason, honestly, the only reason why I think that they were, they were considered better is because they found their light. You know, they were able to like go within the spotlight and they just did, and they were just able to like all be seen well, and they were like, oh, cause they, I, I will say that the other group was more, more fanned out. You know, they were on other opposite sides of the stage. The other band seemed like they were really playing the song, even though yeah. they didn't know the words. But, like, they seemed like they were really playing the music, whereas <laughs> PMS... Are you okay? Sorry, what? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Oh, sorry, I coughed. Oh. But PMS just sort of seemed like they were not playing the song, but yet they were told that they were more, more cohesive as a band. Because why? Because they did that bit where they choked Bitch Pudding? They choke bitch pudding and then everybody dies at the end, or the drummer kills everybody. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really think that. Also, I was like trying to think of like, I still am not. I don't know where I land on it because mm-hmm. I've been thinking all day. Was it actually smart of them to sing the same song, or was it stupid that they had them sing the same song? Like I can't decide because yeah. I can see like on one on one side you see that how they each took on the song mm-hmm. but then on the other side it's like as soon as i heard that they were singing the same song i was like okay i guess i have to listen to this yeah, song why did they do a different song I, i'm with you on that one i'm with you on that one i don't get that um you, to be honest with you they, they were both both bands were equal to me i don't know i, I don't know and also yeah. if you're judging them as bands then why have the solo looks i don't oh because then they guess when they the losers they get to like i don't know yeah yeah, because I guess they had to pick the winner, mm-hmm. so they had to say like, "Oh, who was?" But then I feel like also it's like whoever's the singer is gonna win, you know, because yes. they have to do the most work. Yeah, like you know, none of them 
yeah, like I said, like I don't think they really gave anybody else work. It's also, but then also one of the things that frustrated me was like, if this was your guy's thing, I would say the only thing that really frustrated me is, is like, not really frustrated me. I mean, one of the things that was like, James and Ashley, several of them made a point to say that Kendra did not make it to rehearsals, right? Yeah. What the fuck were they rehearsing? <laughs> like, like honestly, like I could see if Kendra was in the other group, yeah. maybe that would have been a thing because they had like a whole thing where they choke. But even then, it's like you just have to be like, okay, we're gonna choke out bitch pudding at some point. Like I don't mm-hmm. feel like it was that well rehearsed. But it was like the other group; they didn't really do anything to the point where I feel like it needed there needed to be a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, like, I agree with you because yeah, I mean, like what they had a practice. Like I agree with you. What were they rehearsing? Just, go, go home and memorize the lyrics. Yeah, because they just were like, "All right, we'll just practice standing in this one spot and just you know, yeah, <laughs> like, what?" So I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I thought it was really, really weird, too. Okay, moving on to the judgment. Uh, we learned that the band PMS, the ones with Erica, Disasterina, Bitch Pudding, and Dolly, wins. Uh, like I said, there was weird that they were giving criticisms in the deliberation that weren't brought up on the past judgment. Um, oh, I know. It was with Erica. They were criticizing Erica's list. They were even saying, like, yeah, I don't know if Erica really brought it. It was blah, 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 so basic, yada, yada. And then she go like, Erica, you were great. I was like, what? Oh, I didn't remember them saying great. I think they just sarcastically, what I love was I felt like they sarcastically said, aren't you glad that you aren't eliminated? Yeah, they (laughs) did. And then she goes, yes. But then (laughs) when she did the testimonial, she goes, I feel like we all deserve to be in the top four. It's like, no, No. you don't. You literally agreed with them. Yeah. Uh, 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 So I just thought that was funny. We learned that bitch putting one the the week, she was the winner, declared the winner. Which I get. Which, I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Which to me was I see. Here's the thing. I don't know if I want bitch pudding to win mm-hmm. because I and this is something that's been really start. I'm struggling with. I don't know if I want bitch pudding to win because I think that she's genuinely a good drag queen, or if I want bitch pudding to win because I genuinely hate Abhora. Like <laughs> I don't. I feel like I literally am at a crossroads uh-huh. where I'm like I don't know. I feel like. I want her to win, mm. but then also I'm just every single time I think about her winning, I think about the look on Abhor's face, and I'm just like, I love that. Like I want Abhor to know that bitch pudding beat her out, and yeah. I want to see the look on her face. Uh, I don't disagree with you. Um, and speaking of Abhor, she the, uh, she's on the on the stage uh, with the losing team, and she she's let go. She doesn't have to be in the elimination challenge, but. Uh, they, uh, Drac Morta says, now I don't really get involved in all your personal lives, but I've been hearing things and I just want to say, Abhora, I think you need to let some things go. And then what does she say, Lori? She says, I always look for, oh, I wish I had it on me, but she says some bullshit. Like I always look for moments to grow, which is like such a, sh- a weird way to say that. Yeah. But I don't want to make peace for making peace's sake. <clears throat> so I want, and I want to just be able to have, um, you know, I just, I want to be able to work on that. But that's something that I would, I would like to resolve um, before, you know, maybe I should be focused on that for this week. Let me see if I can find it. 
Oh, here we go. Um, she and, says, okay, uh, so they literally take time out to be like, hey, you're being a major bitch. Oh, I value any opportunity to grow. Uh-huh. I about resolving my own personal issues. I think that's going to take time. I don't want to make peace with somebody for just for the sake of making peace. I would like to resolve whatever internal issue I have. And maybe I should put that in my focus for this week. I mean, that's pretty much the most diplomatic way of saying no. I honestly, I don't even think it's that diplomatic. I feel like she should have just said, okay, I hear you. And just left it at that. Like, it's like, if she's not going to do it, she's not going to do it, you know? But I don't know. I just felt like it was such a, a weird response. And also it's like, who gives a shit? Like, I don't Lori, know. she flicked her dick in front of the boyfriend. And I know every she, three months, the boyfriend. No, I'm telling you, I guarantee you, next week we're gonna watch the episode, and Abhor's already gonna have like five new reasons why she's upset with bitch pudding. Because I feel like every episode she has a new reason why mm-hmm. why she's upset with bitch pudding. Okay, let me ask you a question: Who do you hate more, Abhora or Loris? Oh, that's tough. Oh, did you see the shade? No. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. Did you see the shade they threw at a, a Loris? <laughs> they said something, yeah, about Kendra, right? Wasn't it with <laughs> did Kendra? you feel like this was a Loris no, moment? Kendra with, uh, I was like, Erica. oh, God. But Erica, right? It was Erica, yeah. They were like, where well, you don't know what the fuck's going on. I was like, ooh. ooh, ooh. That's fun. <laughs> that's fun for me. Okay. So Kendra on <laughs> I would say I would say Abhora because it's fresh. <laughs> Uh, Kendra- but you know what? I want to. I want to resolve some personal issues, and yeah. then I will tackle this next week. All so. right. That sounds good. Yeah, you know what? You do that. Uh, Kendra Onyx and Victoria Elizabeth Black are are placed in extermination, where they have the one who gets the worst tattoo is going to live to see another week. I'm dying to hear your thoughts on this extermination. Okay, I know this is going to sound. This extermination <laughs> was racist. <laughs> Because if you look at the tattoos, so first off, it I I will say it's I'm gonna say this this way. This yeah. extermination was some racist bullshit. Because <laughs> this extermination was the way that they prompted it, right? Mm-hmm. How did they prompt it? They said, We want you to get the nastiest, most disgusting tattoo that you can think of. And mm-hmm. the person with the with the nastiest and most disgusting tattoo mm-hmm. will not go home. Or trashy yeah. rock and roll tattoo. Once yeah. you get a nasty, trashy rock and roll tattoo. Mm-hmm. That's how they prefaced it. The bullshit mm-hmm. that they ended up getting tattooed on their bodies mm-hmm. was a Dragula uh, freaking stamp, like a Dragula. Um, uh, uh, God damn it! A dra- like a Dragula promo on their butts. Mm-hmm. That's what they got. It's not nasty. It's not trashy. It's not punk rock. It and then oh and then uh, Victoria got slut written. So it just looks like. If you're looking at the tattoo, it says slut and then Dragula. So her boyfriend's just going to be like, are you a slut for Dragula? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand what the tattoo is about. Mm-hmm. And then um, I thought that Kendra's was cuter or nicer because it was a lipstick and it said Dragula on it. But for 
black okay so black people are notoriously it is it, it black people get tattoos yes but mm-hmm. it's harder for them it's harder to see color it's harder to have you know like full tattoos on them um especially someone as dark as kendra mm-hmm. that's difficult because you can't put a lot of color on there mm-hmm. you can't do a lot of contrast you can't do a lot of, so right off the bat what's her face is going to be um uh uh is going to win because well, no matter what she gets it can be full color and it can be crazy mm-hmm. it's going to win she got she just she's able to get the, the so I knew as soon as they said that thing that that Kendra was going to lose because mm-hmm. there's no way that she's going to be able to uh you know to have like a tattoo that's that is is like has as much depth and as much is as interesting as as what Victoria can do mm-hmm. but even then they t- the tattoos they got were not interesting mm-hmm. they were little literally promos it'd be like me if we said here. If we said we want the fans to go out and get like a trashy tattoo mm-hmm. and they all came back with um you know hello ugly as the <laughs> thing you would go oh well that's not what you really wanted that mm-hmm. or you so you were saying trashy but what you really wanted was to have a promo tattoo mm-hmm. <laughs> so i thought it was bullshit i thought it was racist bullshit well, my thing is like it it's fucked up because now they have a permanent like if they if you lose uh it, it you have a permanent record that you lost. Yeah. I mean, it's on their butt. So I mean, to be honest with you, I necess- I didn't necessarily feel as bad about that as I did about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But um I just feel like I mean, and also like I feel like if you've watched some of the drags, the drag stars like on on Drag Race or on any show, like mm-hmm. it's like some of those tattoos. I feel like, oh yeah, I would be I would be like, oh, why did I get this? Well, they but, were smart um, to get both of them were smart to get it on their butt. Yeah, but if so, if I was Drag Race or if I was sorry, Drag Race, if I was Dragula, I wouldn't even have said get the trashiest. I would have said the craziest and the biggest. Yeah. I would have done. That's what I would have done. I would have made them get like a big back tattoo or a big like neck tattoo or something that hurts. Because mm-hmm. the I mean the butt hurts, but if you get something on the ribs, that would be freaking torture. Yeah, that's what I would have done. And then because then it plays into the thing that they constantly have of like pain, which is what every challenge has been. Mm-hmm. So it's like just make force them to get like a giant tattoo. Well, in the end. Kendra, you know, they go later that night. Uh, we, and I, I have actually a few thoughts on this, but we see Kendra driving home, and then well, no, we see a car, and someone puts she an, gets into her car. Into her car well, somebody a, puts a card. Yeah, someone puts a card that has her name on it, and she gets into the card. Into the which, car. by the way, if you look at the timing mm-hmm. of the person who puts it on her car. And then when Kendra comes, she saw the person who put that on her car. <laughs> yeah, she would have clearly seen. It. Then she she gets in the car, and then she sees, oh, there's a card, and she gets it, opens it, and then like anthrax, I'm assuming, blows into her face, right? And it says, "You won." Remember, it says, "You, Kendra, you won." And yeah, then, and then, but then she goes and she celebrates. Yeah, but no idea what it is. Yeah. she just goes, "Hell yeah!" Like yeah. it's like what? Why would you be excited about that? I my first question would be, what? What did I win? Yeah. Hmm. And then she opens the card and it projectiles yeah. 
uh, anthrax or yeah. some kind of deadly disease yeah. powder in her face. Uh-huh. And then she, like, coughs and up blood and then dies. Well, oh, she, first she has to pull out her hair. Remember, <laughs> she finds that her hair's part of the back of her hair has fallen out. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to say this is one of the best deaths that they've had. Yeah, it was. I, I did think it went on a little too long, yeah, yeah, but I, I genuinely liked. I love the ending part where they had her, where she like you think that she's gonna be okay because she's like up and she's like, she takes like a breath and then she just falls to the. I thought that was good. I yeah, like yeah. that. It was. It wasn't just like oh she's sitting there and someone stabs her. It was like literally there was thought behind this death and whatnot. Yeah, because the Belay brothers are racist. Like the racist. We have bullshit. a ton of ways to kill black people. Well, and then I also kind of thought it was funny when they, even though the logistics again don't really match up, but I did think it was funny when they when they went to the card and it said, uh, a, "What is this? Like a slow, torturous death? A yeah. slow? So it's like almost like you won a slow, painful death." And I yeah. thought, "Oh, that's cute. Oh, a slow and painful death. Yeah." Okay, now Laurie, you you I, I, we've gone an hour and a half, so I don't know if we have that much time. But you wanted to bring in a new segment. <laughs> where you ask me about terms that you're learning as you watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Why, why don't you give us one term? Okay. This is the big term that I was going to bring yeah. up anyways. <clears throat> Gagging. Oh, all right. I don't... Uh, I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. the, uh, re- the All-Stars, the newer mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. and I felt they used gagging like four separate ways. Yeah. So I just want to know, like, that's a big one. I also have another one. Sure. Uh, oh, shoot. I should have written it down. I know what. Well, give me the T. That's a. That's like a. Be uh, honest. That's, what that's being honest, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So what's gagging then? Gagging. I'm curious to know why the four different ways is just. I guess there's one way where, like, if another drag queen walks in and she just looks so good, she looks so sickening that you are gagged. Like you can't even like, <gasps> like you're just like, oh, I can't even breathe. She looks so good, right? Or I guess it could be another one where, like, I walked into the room and you know, like, bitch pudding walk in the room and abhorred and expect to see her and she was gagged. You know, the point is that, like, you're so emotionally overcome that you can't, like, breathe because you're so emotionally overcome. You're gagged. Usually by being impressed by something, but I could see it being shocked by something, too. Okay, so you're you're impressed. It could be imp- Okay. I, I mostly hear it now being, like, impressed. Like, they, oh, I'm gagging over that outfit. Or they were gagged. Or they, it's somehow, like, you were so moved that you can't breathe. So, so emotionally overcome. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess it makes okay because maybe that's that's that that was the context of everyone every time they used it because mm-hmm. so I watched the season four episode where they and then somebody said like I'm gagging because I saw so and so yeah there but then they also I watched like season three I was watching an old episode of season three and they were put in groups mm-hmm. and one girl said I'm gagging because I have to be in this group with this one yeah and i was like is that a good thing or a i think it's evolved. i was like i don't understand i think it's evolved in the in the okay in the seven years since that happened yeah. okay and then it um what does hunty mean it's a uh, 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 uh portmanteau of honey and cunty 
So instead of saying honey, you say hunty. Oh, okay. Sorry, All right. c- cunt I thought it and was honey. like a. Um, and then just to be clear, for library, it's the library is open. That's a thing where it's like yeah. you you diss somebody. Well, right? because the library is open, you're saying that because you're going to read them. And where do you read the library? And then reading is to is to diss them, right? Well, reading because they've been they do like they make jokes like I actually, about them. I actually have a clip for you for that one, uh, as explained by uh, a famous <laughs> drag queen, the one that had the dead body in her house. It's Dorian Corey. Here we go. You should put her on. Um... Che comes from reading. Okay, here we go. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Che comes from reading. Reading came first. Reading is the real art form of insult. Now you want to talk about reading? Let's talk about reading. What is wrong with you, Pedro? Are you going through it? You're going through some kind of psychological change in your life? <laughs> she went back to be a man. Oh, uh, you went back to being a man. Touch this skin, darling. Touch all of Touch it. Touch this skin, honey. Touch all of this skin. Okay? You just can't take it. You're just an overgrown orangutan. So, oh, wait, she goes on here. Get in a smart crack and everyone laughs and kikis because you found a flaw and exaggerated it, then you've got a good read going. I am. A- so, that's reading. Okay. And then kiki is like a group. It's a group. Kiki is right? when you, uh, you get together and you're just like, you know, chit chatting, gossiping, and hanging out. All right. And then my final question is yeah. what is drag race? <laughs> what is drag? What is drag? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt, don't hurt me. me. No more. No more. All right. <sighs> well, that concludes this episode of the Dragula Recap Show. Join us next time when we discuss, dissect, and deconstruct hey. the next episode of Dragula Season 3. So, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself. And Polly's Pizzas, <laughs> where we sell actual humans. <laughs> Camp hosts her own podcast called The Bloody Mary Podcast with Maria and Lori. It's available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at LROG, that's L-R-O-G-G, and on Twitter at Lori Roggenkamp, that's L-A-U-R-I-R-O-G-G-E-N-K-A-M-P. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is hosted by two people who give their dumb opinions on a show that's widely available on the internet. So, it goes without saying that Hello Uglies has nothing to do with the following. The Boulet Brothers, Dragula, Hey Queen, Johnny McGovern, Lady Red Couture, Any Gay Pimps, Amazon Prime, Optimus Prime, Jeff Bezos, the characters of Dracula, Elvira, Vampira, Blackula, Bella Lugosi, Layla Bugosi, Out TV, Outfest, In and Out, RuPaul, Ruth Paul, Rude Paul, The Plot to Assassinate Fidel Castro, Your House When I Got TP'd in 1996, and Any Event That Ever Happened Ever. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media production.